right, good people. After 42 years of being absent, welcome to another exciting episode of The Armbar Chronicles. I am your boy, Young Smuff Diggy. What's good, everybody, man? This is your boy, Young Clifton. What's up, y'all? This is uh, Dr. Old Ass Demetrius. Never forget the doctor. And as always, we are the Armbar Chronicles. Just talking mad cat shit about this good ass wrestling. What's going on with you guys? We haven't talked in years, man. Happy, happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year, my guy. Happy 2022. Last time we spoke, man, COVID was running rampant. It was running wild, like Hulkamania, before racism, you know? Yeah. Now it ain't, right. I guess. I don't know what COVID is doing. I, I think America just decided that we were done with COVID. I think collectively we said, fuck it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Nigga said, uh, I'm done. Like, what, what, people still getting sick. No, we, we done. No, it's, yeah, a, good. it's a wrap, go bro. Go back to work. Start back traveling. I guess continue, go back to passing blunts. I still won't do that shit, though. Like, nah. realizing realizing how nasty that shit actually is. We was living foul. <laughs> Extra foul. Like, <laughs> nigga, just think about it, dog. They have public water spigots. <laughs> the, the phrase, hey, bro, let me get a swig. Let me, <laughs> let me get a corner, you know, that last joint. And now you know it ain't nothing but spit in that bitch. But back then, before pre-COVID, that shit, that spit was delicious. Shit, it was like manna from heaven. <laughs> we was living foul before pre-COVID. You look back at some of the shit we did, all them freaking house parties we used to go to and niggas used to pass around a bottle of whatever and give it to stranger A and stranger B and random woman's four. What the fuck? Yep, and, and somebody took that last corner shot. Somebody said, random one for shit, shit, NPC number six. <laughs> what are we doing? And then you used to swish it around like that was going to do something. <laughs> it was getting rid of the bacteria. <laughs> but no, I'm just thinking about it like, dog, we got public water fountains. I'm like, no. Like, as a kid, you know, you always had that little kid who always want to put their whole mouth on it. Whole mouth on it. The so sometimes if you extra thirsty, you know, you just take your shirt or a napkin and just wipe around and get you some water. Nah, bro. Like, that nigga got to, he got to get hands. Yeah. Matter of fact, just throw them water fountains out. Get yourself a dollar twenty-five and get you a soda. Broke ass nigga, stop taking public water. COVID ass nigga. <laughs> Niggas running around with COVID, right? All, all, all because all because he drinking out of water fountain that nigga put his whole mouth on, man. All right. Niggas used to be in the, to be in the club, packed in, sweat, sweating. Pardon me, nigga. Pardon me. Back sweat on everybody in this bitch. No shirt on. Where's your shirt? Scream, screaming all the songs, spitting on each other. 
Hey man, the world a nasty place, dog. It really is filthy. Just filthy. All right, man, that's enough. I, th- I think we got some good time there, you know? <laughs> As you can see, good people, we are filling time because wrestling has not been on our agenda, and this is a wrestling podcast. So you know what mm. we do? Young Cliff. <laughs> Give us some highlights, my brother. <laughs> Take it away. Well, highlight, well, the biggest story... As, as, as we all know, is apparently we're going to have, well, I, I, I guess it depends on, on, on what you already been the big stories over. But I guess in terms of wrestling, the biggest story is this kind of unification between, between you know, the head of the table and, and, and Cowboy Lesnar. So, hey, man, can, hey I, man I, I, can I say something real quick, though? Like, no, go ahead. I know some people are hating because this is like the f- fifth or sixth time that these people have met. But when you realize that we've never seen either one battle in, in I guess, these gimmicks that they're in right now, you know, you got the tribal chief doing his thing, basically being the 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 villain and and just wrecking shit everywhere. And then you got fucking farm man Brock happy smiling, which is the weirdest shit to me. Because for 20 years, the nigga been mean and upset. And now he just smiling with fucking quilted cardigans on. Just having the time of his life. And it, it really, to me, it really has that big fight feel. For the for the first time, a non-forced big fight feel. Right. Like for this year, it was no doubt. Like what was the the true, like the main main event. Like, of course, you know it's a two night event, but for this one, we know that it's Brock and it's the Tribal Chief. Like it's it's so apparent. It's a big fight feel. Like, man, what Roman is doing. This shit is different. This whole tribe, this nigga's in his, he is in his bag. And then they, they added the the music to it. I was like, oh shit, yeah. That's what it is. It don't need that shield shit no more. This is, it, it fits to a T. It's crazy. Oh, oh no, man. This is, again, this, this is what we, what we were waiting for. At least the people who have been calling for Roman Reigns to have a character change it wasn't just for uh, him being a heel for heel's sake. It's for the fact that I think truly, I think in order for somebody, or at least for a wrestling character, in order to actually grow their character and actually you know, take their career to the next level, I think, I think you actually have to be like a big-time heel because being a heel or being the bad guy makes you actually find your voice faster. There being some some boring baby face that's being fed lines, you know, from from from, from you know bits in the back, or just have some pre written stuff, you know, from pre written stuff, you know, from 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 the writers, and it's just like y'all said, it's different because you could tell this is something that not only we wanted, Roman clearly wanted this too, man. Like I said, he's taking he's really taking his character to a whole nother level, and. 
And while, while we give it props, and, and to your point, Smuffs, this is, I never thought I would want to actually see a face Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, I never thought I would see the day when Lesnar would be the biggest face in the WWE. It's, like you said, it's weird. It's weird to see, but you know what? He's, he's been damn near enjoyable. It's not just, you know, because of his rank, because of his, you know, program with Roman. Even going back to what he did with Sami Zayn back in December, back in December, he's actually been killer as as a face. You know, he's shown good comedic timing. He's shown surprising charisma, and why he's still—I don't know how good this match is going to be. But again, the character work—I'm actually invested in the story. I mean, sometimes you know you just need to get lost in the story. Right now, they're telling a damn good story, and like I said, I, I will definitely be. Tuned in, come Sunday night, see exactly what'll happen. You no, know, whoever wins, I, I guess we're gonna do our picks later, though. But I, I, I've enjoyed it thus far. I don't know if it's gonna go beyond this, but but again, props to both men for for you know giving for for giving us something to look forward to within the WWE. What else we got here? I told you, Young Cliff, this is the Young Cliff show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, bucko. Well, apparently Stone Cold is supposed to be making an appearance. And he's going to be doing more than just you know, being on the camera. Not only is he going to be on the K, the KO show, the K, that segment is going to main event tomorrow night. Bro, if this nigga's actually main event... A segment that just all it does is end in a stunnel. People are gonna be upset, but funny thing, I'll be happy because Stone Cold is fucking damn near sixty, and he ain't wrestled in nineteen years. And I don't want to see a small package power bomb get done to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let me let me ask y'all this. If KO and Stone Cold close out tomorrow night's night one, is that more of an indication of Stone Cold and his greatness or the wrestlers that night and what they what they have or haven't been able to do throughout the year and to build up enough storyline to headline night one? Because a segment headlining night one, if I'm a wrestler, I'm like, God damn. I feel slight, especially when you got Becky and uh, Bianca right there, and they have a story. I mean, what? Bianca just cut off Becky's hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah. just just yeah, think about story. it. Like, if if why wouldn't you make that the main event? We already know that the women can pull off a show, so that's already solidified. You got Becky, who is great, and you got Bianca, who did it last year. And now, it's like, if you just set the picture, the main event, Saturday night, <laughs> Becky coming out there and with a fade, ready to rock some shit. Like, that's a perfect setup for a main event, dog. But, like I said, they, they got to do more in this segment. Like, it, it, it got to be a two-on-one rock better come out there. Or something. The ghost of Roddy Roddy Piper. Some somebody, a hologram Vader. 
I need I need a lot of shits and giggles for this to make it a main event segment. Yeah, they're really gonna have to build that up. We're gonna do some surprises or some shit or something. Because if that closes night one, I told it'll you be more than a, 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 a stunner or three stunners and some beer. We're gonna need more than that. Yeah, because I I told you, like I I honestly thought I was like oh shit initially before KO said that main event or whatever I was like yeah I can see Bianca and Becky doing it but yeah and again I want to say that that I want to say Ronda and Charlotte was on that same night which is even crazier I want to say because they're actually going over the card you know at the end of SmackDown, and I thought I saw where Charlotte Deronda may be the same night, you know, as 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 Becky, Becky and Bianca. So I have no, again, to answer your question, me, whether or not this is indictment on, or at least uh, is this something you know to, to show Stone Cold's greatness or an indictment on the roster? I think this is just an indictment on Vince McMahon and thinking that you know somebody as great as Stone Cold was, you know, back. Back to the answer there. We we all grew up grew up loving, loving what this dude did, but if you're really depending on somebody who hasn't wrestled for the past 19 years to do a segment, quote unquote, with again, I don't want to no, no disrespect to Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens hasn't really hasn't really been like he he's he's been he's been you know up and up with car for most of you know these past six months. And that's really what they're gonna have, you know, to to headline night one. Yeah, I mean they. Yeah, that, that ain't it, Chief. It's a it's a <laughs> wild thing. I mean, I I kind of get why. I I don't get why the main event, but I get why they do a Stone Cold because you know you want to have all these people come through. You know. And it's Texas. And that's it's Texas. It's, it's Texas. Maybe ticket sales weren't worth what they thought, so they were like, "Oh shit, let's throw the nigga that everybody know because we can't give you Hulk Hogan because everybody tired of him and he racist." Yeah. So I mean, but we'll see. I don't like that as the main event, but I do like that as on the card. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm actually interested in it. Leave it or not, just to see what'll happen because depending on what stories you hear. He's either going to, like you said, it might be like the, the biggest bump you may expect is, is a stunner, or he could be doing something more, depending on what that more is. And if you actually believe, believe or at least I heard that when Stone Cold talked to him, you know I mean, when Stone Cold talked to JR, JR meets on this podcast that Steve really wasn't feeling what was supposed to be going down at WrestleMania. Now, whether or not they adjusted because of that, or he voiced his, you know, displeasure about the initial plans for him at WrestleMania and whether or not they change, you know, leading up to tomorrow or what. I guess we'll see. But I guess maybe the fact that they, they're keeping it such a big secret, maybe they do have something up their sleeve to make it, you know, worthwhile. But yeah, it got to be something because they got, they got KO unless... They pull a Cena taker. Where you know Cena was doing promo for weeks. Taker ain't say nothing. And then it turned into a squash. You know? 
a good a good point big boot leg drop one two three let's go home so we may get we may get a a, a Irish whip in the corner mud hole stomp maybe a Thez press a stunner and we go home That possibly that's possibly the route that we're gonna take. Probably, yeah. Because like like you said, man, they're definitely Stone Cold. I, I don't see Stone Cold taking a pop or power bomb. Oh God! You see that happen on any circumstance. Look, I don't I don't see Stone Cold taking a bump. Like if that nigga get super kicked, he's just gonna shuffle to the left a little bit, and and that's it. And then he's going to fire up on him with a Thez press, Irish whip, mud hole stomp, stunner, let's go home. The mud holes will be in abundance. Yes. Because <laughs> I really think that's all my man got now. Don't forget the double burst salute too, right before the stunner. Double burst salute, stunner, boom, close hmm. show. Right I, the close I want to say maybe in a podcast, like right when he did the <clears throat> the Thunderdome shit, when it was just him and Byron Saxton, I think he said he did the stunner wrong other than kicking him in the nuts, but he like he hurt himself. Mm-hmm. So. I actually remember that day. Bro, like even even the stunner is on is is at a limit now. It's gonna be wild, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But again, but again, good listeners, that is your night one. That is your night one main event. Yeah. We shall see. Night two is gonna be real gimmicky, dog. I just looked at the card. You got Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Yes, we do. On top of obligatory celebrity match. Yeah, on, on it's another silly dumb shit on here. Hold on, silly dumb shit. Pat, Pat oh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Now, now, I don't know what happened on on SmackDown. The only way that it is super enjoyable is if it was like Extreme Rules or No DQ type shit. Because we know, I mean, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, they had a little, they had a little match, but I think that was like hardcore rules or some shit, and everybody liked it. Now, to get him into a regular joint, I don't know, because I don't think he is as agile as uh, Bad Bunny was. Uh, I think he, I think like I said, it's probably definitely going to be be more on the spectacle. Range like you said, Smuff, but I know that what he did. But of course, he, they they hid his they hid his, his, you know his deficiencies when he was NXT and, and he was coming out coming out you know with with, with you know with, with, with Pete Dunne, who by the way, if y'all don't know, he's going by Butch on SmackDown now. Butchermania. <laughs> I said you you heard me right, Butchermania. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt, man. I'm like, damn, can't see your name changes, but, but, but anyway. Like, <laughs> that'd, be like, that'd be like somebody you know 
Like, yeah, a nigga you know, like, for years, pop up and be like, oh, uh, this my homie Ted. Like, nah, that's, that's Jerome. <laughs> All of us know Jerome. The fuck? Like, bro. We, they, we <laughs> them niggas ain't even do the normal shit. Like, okay, he had two names. This nigga's going by Dunn. Nah, them niggas said, oh, butch. This nigga been Pete Dunn for 20 years. We know this nigga. Just, just like fucking Walter. This nigga Walter. been Walter, like this big chubby English man who slapped shit out your chest, Walter. And now, now fuck that. We know you've you've been here for six years, and you were Walter, but fuck it, Gunther or whatever the fuck. We are fans of them. We know their names. My nigga, my nigga Vince going insane, bro. He don't even want to drop names no more. He just changing it. Changing them completely. And watch, just like, just like little Indian buddy. What is his name? Veer? Yeah. Veer Mahan or whatever. We've been waiting on this nigga to come. Right? Been waiting on him. And I bet you that first month in, after he battles Omos for 14 matches... They're going to change that nigga name to Stan. He was like, wait, we've been waiting on Veer for like seven months. He a month in, now he's Stan. Stop playing with us. He don't have the man of his tights. So not, not, not only are they giving them a new name, they giving them, you know, so we're going to give them Becky Lynch's joint now. Stand the man. Stand the man. Still coming out in all of the cultural India, whatever he from, attire. But he is stand the man. It's, it's going to be a wild 2022, bro. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I brought up Omos. Right? So, we got Omos versus Bobby Lashley randomly at Mania. Randomly. And kind of piggybacking off of Dr. Olas Demetrius. When you got a main event that's a segment, is that meaning that they they're just paying homage to Stone Cold? Or if they don't have faith in the wrestlers, going to the Omos versus Bobby Lashley, are we saying that we have we see a lot of potential in Omos? Or Bobby Lashley, you ran your course, fuck you. This match is a. This match is a. We like both of y'all, but we don't got shit for y'all to do. So y'all, <laughs> y'all two black niggas wrestle each other. Y'all got six minutes. Don't kill each other. Get off. Mainly Bobby Lashley. Don't hurt him. Oh, I was thinking the other way around, boy. No, you got to say, oh my, don't hurt this. Oh my, come on. Don't, don't aggravate this man. 
Omar's gonna hurt that young, strong ass man. <laughs> yeah, man. He's not coming off a shoulder surgery, isn't he, or something like that? I thought he was actually when. Alright, man. I just wanted to go back to go back to the last last Saudi show when 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 he was you know taken out of the match for a concussion, quote unquote, protocol, in an elimination chamber rather, and they, and they did it just to you know. Again, to get the title off of him, to go to Meat's point, I think that if he was truly running his course, I think he would have dropped the belt by actually, you know, being pinned. But since he didn't lose his belt clean, I think they're still keeping him, you know, strong for, for you know, for further down the road. And, and again, going back to his injury, his rib injury, rather, he, had, like, hurt his shoulder. He had to go to Dr. Andrews and Birmingham to look at it. It also seemed like he was actually going to miss Mania because of it, but shoot, man, everybody get Wolverine powers by the time you know this this time of year comes around. So hey, more power to you. Yeah, is it going to be? Is it going to be one of them quick ones? And it got to be. I think it got to be. And it's well, that, I think that's day two. And you already got Roman and Brock, which probably, I mean, since they're hyping it up so much, you know, it's not going to be one of them quick joints. And then you got Edge and AJ, which you know is going to eat up time. Yeah. yeah. So this this might be the bathroom break. Yeah. I think it's like a women's tag team kind of situation with like, I think it's like a six, it's like six women's tag team yeah. on that as well. Yeah, it's like eight women fighting yeah. and... and and Sasha Banks and Naomi are going to win. Yeah, for sure. You know. It's... I tell you, one person ain't going to win. Natalia. Nope. She out here chilling. Chilling, losing. <laughs> Getting a check. That's the pick. Oh, but speaking of Birmingham and, and the doctors... My man Big E. Oh yeah. On live television broke his neck. Yeah. How did we Ooh. feel when it happened, whenever it happened, because we haven't podcasted in a minute? I thought his career was done, y'all. I had no idea. Bro, they don't look bad. I'm I'm too glad it only I'm glad he didn't even, you know, lose any feeling in feeling, you know, in, in his arms or, or, or his legs. Because I definitely thought he at least would have lost. I thought he at least would have lost his legs after that one, man. That was that, that was pretty nasty. It was pretty nasty, you know. It was only by, you know, grace that 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 it wasn't worse, man. But in terms of, like I said, I, I hated it for him because, you know, he's man. If, if somebody been having a bad 2022, man, that. It's been my, it's, it's been my boy Large Epsilon, man. I mean, you you basically lost the belt at day one for practically no reason, and you literally just went back to relegate. You got the Xavier Woods treatment, man. You, you really got re- re- relegated back to back to yeah, like you you're back to the new day because again, that that's the pigeonhole that you're in. I mean, no disrespect, you know, new days, you know, going on damn near a decade with. 
decade, you know, with what they're doing, man, but shit, man, you're talking about pigeonholing. Listen, even though Duke could actually, you know, his, his reign, he could have been booked a whole lot better as champion, and to just think that, you know, this is how his career might end is definitely, you know, pretty, pretty messed up. But right now, that's, I, I just wish him the best and best of his recovery, man, and hopefully he's, he's staying positive. Even, you know, that's who he is. But hopefully, man, I would love to see him back, but I don't know, y'all. <laughs> That's a pretty, like I said, that 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 man, that man was this close to being a Darren Drosdom, if y'all remember that name. Mm-hmm. That close. Like I said, I, I, I felt real terrible <laughs> when, when I saw that, man. I, I immediately went to the worst. Yeah, so man, she, then that, the uh, the video he posted from the hospital bed when he was like somewhat comforting us. I was like, fam, you, you was almost out of here. And you worried about us? Fuck us. <laughs> like, I, nigga, like, I would have been in bed crying. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm not laying in the bed with a neck brace. I'm chilling. Yeah. What the fuck? Nigga, I mean Cheetos. What are you talking about, nigga? <laughs> I, I said, ooh, shit, that's fucked <laughs> up. What's for dinner? You know, don't worry about me, bro. Don't worry about me. Y'all, but I'll tell you one person who got a strong-ass neck. If y'all remember, at Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia, it was a match between Drew McIntyre and Mad Cat Moss. Mad Cat Moss got dropped on his head something vicious. Like, I was like, oh, shit, we done done watched the death of International Incident. My nigga just got up and just kept it moving like it wasn't nothing. <laughs> it was like when, when, when like kids fall hard as fuck and they just you like oh, and they be straight to the front like I ain't straight. Keep the party going. <laughs> like, like bro, I was like this nigga got the strongest neck in the world. That shit was bad. I thought I, I was like oh he's done. Like he's out of yeah. here. It was bad. Like. Uh, like oh shit! Once Big E get get back straight, he need to train with Madcap or whatever the fuck the nigga name is with them goddamn suspenders. His name his name's gonna be Jesse when uh, Big E gets back. Yeah, that's about right. Yep, or or good old Jesse. Vince gets an idea. My nigga just named Paul. <laughs> I mean, cause dog and and I think. I think this all started, this bullshit naming started when you had, oh, fuck, Retribution. And when my nigga Vince just threw Streets of Rage names at them niggas and was like, yeah, you fucking T-Bar, you Mace, you Slapjack, go ahead. Dude. There was a wrestler named Slapjack, everybody. The, the most Slapjack. messed up part about all that is they gave that to us with a straight face. Yep. Like, we were just supposed to roll with it. Like, like oh, no, nah, that's my nigga Slapjack. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Slapjack. Like, my nigga, Vin, my nigga Vince really said, yeah, just go out there and make a name for yourself with this exactly. fucking T-Bar. And this nigga still doing shit as T-Bar. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to get y'all niggas masks. <laughs> get over now, niggas. 
guys. It's like, yeah, we gonna we gonna give you niggas masks, even though some of you niggas already been here. One of the yeah. one of you niggas was doing commentary for yeah. a hot okay. minute, but we ain't even gonna give you that name. We gonna change that to Mace. Matter of fact, didn't wait. We know you did commentary because you got beat up by Brock. He gave you a F5 because you were trying to protect another commentator. And they said, fuck all of that. Fuck that history. Mace mask. Go. And what the fuck happened? Again, somebody, somebody, again, T-Bar. They, they want to act like he, he, he didn't put on, put on 10 straight five-star classics with, 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 with my boy Keith Lee and, and, and Donovan Dajakovich, but no, we're going to put on the mask. Hey, you T-Bar of Retribution. And then it got wild with Keith Lee. I really think my nigga left because of Bearcat. I don't give a fuck as if paying homage out. What What if my nigga Keith Lee didn't want to pay homage? As you can see, he in AEW not wearing fucking bear claws on his fucking singlet. Or sure pair right. of pants, whatever the fuck. And the funny thing is, Keith Lee actually came out and said that nope, it wasn't paying homage. It was just some shit that, again, Mr. McMahon just got an idea in his head that, oh, that's not, that's not, like, that's not like a cool name. Why don't I just call you Keith Bearcat Lee and you come out to some cat noises? But, but why? <laughs> the nigga, like, we fuck with Keith Lee, bitch. Like, it's okay. <laughs> he's keep. no one agrees with this. And then it's like a shot in the face because you got these commentators who you know they work for Vince. So they got to say all of these names. 42 times during the match, knowing that we all collectively hate it. Like, here comes Bearcat Lee. Fuck you. Bearcat. That nigga name is Keith. K-E-E-F. That, we know fucking Keith. Bearcat. Keith, been wearing, been wearing small clothes for 10 years. Don't give that nigga clothes now. We've gotten used to that build. You you fucking up the visual now. Again, I, I, I actually remember the the pod that we did, did after his first match, first match, his first pay per view match against Randy Orton. We actually, you know, we actually, you know, thought that he was actually going to. Be somebody, one of the few NXT call-ups to actually, you know, do something on, on main after he beat Randy Orton clean. Boy, were we wrong, man. It, 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 just five months later, and shit went left so fast. That shit fell horribly. God damn Retribution. Yes, damn. It started with Retribution, dog. Or... If you for for the super old heads, it was a wrestler named Barry Wyndham, like one of one of the one of the eighties niggas, if you will. And then came to the WWF, the Stalker. <laughs> go make some not just go make some not yourself, Barry. Even though everybody know you in this arena, 
<laughs> like, nigga, we know you, Barry Wyndham. You ain't stalking shit. You from behind that trash can, Barry. We fucking see you. Take that face paint off, Barry. Get out of the women's restroom, Barry. <laughs> we, we see you, nigga. That's fucking disgusting. No, I. I was about to say, my, my dude, I, I thought you were the stalker, not the voyeur. God, no. Voyeur. <laughs> 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 did my nigga Barry wrong, dog. And then it just went downhill from there, man. Again, again, again. He's one of the far listeners who don't know, man. Like, like you said, he's one of the first, first fans of wrestling, along with the Von Eris, man. The Wyndham's, the Wyndham is very famous. If you've been you know, a, a long the, time wrestling, fan. to the point, Bray Wyatt, real name is named after this nigga. And he's the stalker. Look, man, the stalker walked so T Bar could fucking sink. Mm-hmm. And we'll just leave it at that. Cause ain't no ain't nobody done flew with these name changes. I'm praying for Butch. You see how it all came around? Cause I forgot how we got on this topic. Yeah. <laughs> It, 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 you know, that, that, that was a great, that was a great response. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, I totally forgot. What else, Young Cliff? Are well, we ready? Well, are we ready for commercial breaks? Not, 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 man. Because you mentioned, you know, the, the old, the old, you know, Cena, Cena Taker, the, the Cena, you know, Taker, you know, story from four years ago. Where, where, where the WWE tried to convince us that Cena, that Cena was, wasn't going to have a match at, at WrestleMania, so just like they're trying to do now, try to convince us that Seth Rollins ain't going to have a match at, at WrestleMania too. So we have Seth Rollins against a quote-unquote opponent of this man's choosing, and I think that's what I think that's on the first night as well. I want to say it better be. It should because I know. I know that was one yeah, of the reasons the niggas. Night. That's one of the reasons niggas were watching Raw. Cause they don't, they don't watch Raw with intent like that no more. See, we don't watch Raw like, like, like that with intent no more. We, let me say this, you told me the rest of it, man. So yeah, no doubt. Do but we? Yeah, man. Do we it's think it's Cody? Is it still Cody? What's the rumor mill saying, Young Cliff? What's the rumor mill saying that Cody might have backed out? Allegedly. I did see that. That might be like some, to throw, a, throw, throw us off the stage. I'm thinking so too, man. I think, I think under normal circumstances, if this was like a wrong, then I absolutely believe that, that they would be, you know, that they would be flipping on the fly with this, man. But since this is WrestleMania, and they actually been telling, you know, this story into Smuff's it's a small point. They're actually, you know, they actually, you know, found the hook with this. It actually seems like something that they actually had had going on for a while. I think Cody's signed, and I think it will be Cody. Because if it's somebody like Elias, you talk about you talk about people be upset. People might be, you know, upset with Stone Cold and Stone Cold and Kevin the KO show headlining night one. If it's anybody other than Cody facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, 
of all places, you talk about you, you talk about some serious Jonah going on at the WWE's expense. That's going to be pretty damn embarrassing if Cody hasn't signed a deal to to at least show up for WrestleMania. Now, whether or not he has a deal with the company per se, that might be another story though. But in terms of you know this match coming up in 24 hours, I think it's Cody. I think Cody's been signed for a minute now. Because I, I don't think they'd be running with the story if they didn't have at least a good enough payoff for the biggest, the, your biggest show of the year. But what if it's not Cody? Uh, Cody? <clears throat> I have some thoughts. Oh, 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 oh it's pretty funny if it isn't. So here, be hilarious. here are the matches that I think will happen if it's not Cody. What you got, man? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to hear this. All right. Seth Rollins versus JBL. Seth Rollins versus Hurricane Helms. Who else is old that Vince might remember? That would. Rollins Ahmed Johnson? Boy, no. Ron Simmons. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Jeff Jarrett. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! All the way back, I was about to say, I was about to say something like you know Seth versus Shane or something. Seth versus Shane is on there as well, and when I say Shane will possibly get booed out the building. Yes. You talking about heat? Seth versus X Pop. I mean, rest in peace to my boy, you know, Scott Hall. They may do it to pay homage a little bit, you know, a member of the clique. It could be Seth versus Kevin Nash. I can really see them doing that. Kevin Nash is getting injured as soon as his music hit. It's going to hit him in the ACL, the bass. That, 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 that man can't even that man can't even walk past gorilla gorilla with, with, with without another you know career-ending injury. Sheesh. Damn. So I, I really hope it's Cody because if it's not, if it's not Cody or Bray, Brady, I, I, Brady think, I think Brady people is. would, I think people would get away with like, okay, we ain't get Cody, but cool. Mm-hmm. If, it, if, it's, yeah. if it's not either of them two, it's going to be Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania again. I mean, at the Royal yeah. Rumble. Rumble, Royal Rumble, yeah. I agree. Uh, that break, that break should be fired. Because that's some left field shit. And niggas still fuck with Bray. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was, out of all them releases, that was the biggest one. Like, it was like Braun Strowman was a surprise. But <clears throat> the fact that we all knew Bray had that creative mind with it is like, why would you let that go? Like, even if you didn't want to see him, even if you didn't care to see him wrestle, you knew that if he worked behind the scenes on some stuff, it'll be, it'll be just, you know, different. So that was that was still the most surprising one for me. But yeah, 
hopefully one of those two get in there because Seth versus Shane ain't going to smack. It's going to be a long night if it's not one of those two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seth. It's going to crowds. You already know they're hijacking the show. The show's getting hijacked, bro. Unless they do it. Unless, again, may, maybe that could be the reason why why the KO show might be closing the show. Because, because if they if if it's not either Cody or Gray, like you said, and they put it anywhere else on the card, and it's not, you know, either either the last either the last match or the or you know the match before, you know, the, the Stone Cold KO segment, yeah, the party's hijacking the show for the rest of the night. You know, boot shit out of the match. It's going to be something bad. It's going to be bad. That nigga Vince going to have dementia real quick and got down send Bob Backlund out that bitch. <laughs> Seth's going to have to sell an 80-year-old cross-faced chicken wing. <laughs> he might go to Old Faithful and send Taker out there. Might go to Old Faithful. Old Faithful. Because you, you know deep down that nigga still want to go. Yeah, you got your gear? Fuck yeah, I got my gear. Fuck, Fuck yeah, that shit in the trunk, nigga. <laughs> Hat oh, and, the, and the fucking mitt gloves, nigga. I've been ready. Matter of fact, them gloves in my back pocket. I could just go out there like this. Yeah. Bag. No, 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 no. He, he, he basically, he's basically a black with some ballers on. He's like, shoot, man, you ready to hoop? They got to stay ready. <laughs> Undersized. 57 jeans. I'm a... <laughs> I ain't got the longest basketball shorts. Shits to my shoe string. Fuck a basketball shorts down my shoe string. Who got next? Nigga, nigga go to class. Nigga ready to go. Speaking of take-up, man. You know they had the Hall of Fame. So that's a good look for Taker, you know. Um, I'm I'm hoping that since he's in the Hall of Fame, um, he stays not wrestling, you know. But the fact that Edge is in the Hall of Fame and he's at WrestleMania, and the fact that Sting is fucking wrestling. You know it's one of those things, man. Like, like just think about football. That nigga Tom Brady said that he retired, and he said, fuck it, because LeBron called him and said, yo, we still doing this shit. We still GOAT status. So what if Sting is telling the taker, you know? We still doing this shit. We got we about... Do. We can still do Sting taker. Yeah. We, we got about 30 bumps left. That's enough for one match, you know? Or we can do it Kane style. Kane didn't take bumps like that. Or Omos. Omos' first bump was Monday. These are facts. These are facts, listeners. These are facts. So they might not even bump. That's it. Ain't no ain't no choke slam in that bit. You ain't gonna get take on the ground for the Scorpion Deathlock. None of that. It's just gonna be fisticuffs. Get a double count out. <laughs> Niggas gonna fall out in the ring, fall yeah. out the ring, and can't get up for a ten count. And that's it. Well, shoot, speaking of 
speaking of the good old stinger, I, I don't know if y'all y'all caught Revolution or at least heard about what what happened with Revolution last month. Though you know I'm going with this. <laughs> I know. Maybe not. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> No, I haven't heard that. I heard about it, man. I, I think I saw the video. That was kind of crazy. Hey, man, oh, Steen's 63, bro. Yes, he is. He really believe in Jesus. Because I'm not doing that at 63. I need to, I need to get his Bible. Because I ain't reading the right one to be jumping through tables at 63. Yeah. Harley jumped to the table. He jumped from the balcony, which makes it even crazier. He jumped from the balcony on the table. Oh my. You know Taker okay. you know Taker watching them clips. Like man, I, I still can do that. I got I got this new hip. This hip full titanium. I can I can still go. No, Taker, you can't still go. It's okay, bro. It's okay. We we've enjoyed you. Now enjoy life, bro. Actually, yeah, you got a wonderful family that, that wants you to be home full time, man. Wonderful family. Well, yeah, the the surprising thing of the Hall of Fame, um, which I'm going to go back and look at, is that they got my young man, the master of Steiner math, mm-hmm. Scott Steiner, to actually say, yeah, I'll do the Hall of Fame. When yes, we know yes. that he is one of the people who said, fuck that Hall of Fame. Where are these busts or whatever? Where are you having them? It's not a Hall of Fame. It's some bullshit. Yeah. We have that on video. Yeah. In, in, in so many words. Yeah. But he's in there. Now, some people say it's because they got Braun Breaker, which is a fucking terrible name. They got him. They got him, you know, at the top of NXT. So you know, it's it's kind of like a you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing. But but still, I'm like for Scott Steiner to be beefing with the WWE as long as he has. It's that's wild. It's like if. To me, it's like saying if Triple H said to Bret Hart, yeah, you can come into the Hall of Fame, but I got to do your introductory speech. And Bret said, yeah, let's rock with it. Because there's one person that Triple H hates the most other than Goldberg for fucking up his career. And that's Triple H. And it's one thing that Scott Steiner hates more than the devil, probably. And that's WWE. I, I think, uh, Young Flip, I think you posted that in, in the group that the Steiner brothers were getting in. I think you think did. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, was a long, it was a rumor. No, go ahead, B. I'll, I'll, finish, I'll finish after you. No, I'm just going to say, like, that was... I don't, I don't know if people just don't know the story or don't know the history, 
But that shit is like the most shocking thing ever. Like the yeah, most shocking thing like, this this weekend, yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I was trying to put in the rest of the group, baby. You know, my homeboy Jesse. Jesse was like, he wants surprise. I was like, dude, no. He really knows the Scott beef with the WWE. Like I said, this was Rick, bro. This, 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 this is Biggie. Biggie, what's beef? This is definitely, man. Again, good listeners. Whenever y'all get a chance, after y'all finish listening to our great podcast, go look up, go go, go look up. You know, Scott Scott Steiner and his issues with the WWE. And then, and then, and then come, you know, discuss it with us, man. Like I said, y- y- y'all definitely you know, go, go, go learn something. Go learn something new, man. And and shocking though, but 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 you know, I I think outside of this, the only thing you know, I can we can really compare it to real time was when Bruno San Martino finally decided to fuck with the WWE. Really, that's the only other comparison I can think of on on, on the level of you know Scott Steiner. Finally agreeing, you know, to to go into the WWE Hall of Fame because, like I was saying, there were rumors that they wanted the Steiner brothers to be in this year's class before you know it was officially announced. And when I first read that, I was just like you guys. I was like, yeah, yeah, they're pigs fly. <laughs> good, good luck with that one. But again, yeah. I, I, like I said, if. Bruno can finally, if Bruno can finally, you know, come, come, you know, and come and be a part of the WWE's campaign, I guess anything can happen. Fuck that Bruno shit, my nigga Scott said some hideous words. But I just, I just checked uh, Twitter real quick to see what happened because, of course, Scott Steiner is trending, and it's just more so like saying. I thought he was doing some crazy shit. And it was like, oh, he's not cussing and he's charming. I was like, oh shit, my nigga Scott different, so I gotta I gotta watch. Just to yeah, see. Yeah, he, 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 he came he came, you know, button down man, he had, you know, the full talk on man. He actually, you know, looked like he didn't Yeah, he really didn't come to scene. He was yeah. Hey man. The pandemic taught us anything is you can't turn down no bags. What? Yeah, I was about to say, the price is right. Hey, the price is right this time. Yeah. Right. Which, which scares me even more about Taker. Man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Taker's definitely coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm telling you, I already, I already know what's going to happen, bro. Seth Rollins is going to come out. He's going to grab the mic. He's going to say what my opponent is. And then... Those lights are gonna come down and everybody's gonna be sad. That gong. <laughs> it's like this, this is the only time that I never wanted to hear the gong. Seth gonna go out there and say, I'm I'm not leaving this ring over my dead body and we're gonna hear the gong. And I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the remote at my fucking TV and I'm gonna go outside and run through traffic. Cause Fucking shoot me. <laughs> shoot me, man. End it now. Just end it now. Shut up. Michael Cole. Fucking Michael. He's gonna scream to the he's gonna scream to the top of his lungs as if it's really, really exciting. Like we ain't seen Taker do all these interviews 
and stuff like nigga. We he he's around now. It was different when he was old and terrible at wrestling, but he ain't do no interviews. You're like, oh, we ain't heard from Taker. Nah, we hear from Taker now. It's not that exciting anymore. He remember that episode of Hopkins. Yeah. Like he's fully, he's fully dropped the uh, kayfabe. Like, just go home and be a family man, man. Like Gal told Chun Li, bro. You know, <laughs> just go do that. Heck nah, that's for the family man, man. I, I think you, you mentioned him, man. I, th- I think we might as well, you know, take a break from our, you know, WrestleMania rundown because you asked a cool question. I think we could take the time to talk about. And I think you, I think either you are, or you know, young me was asking, you know, where do we see the legacy of Triple H? Because you know, this past, this past week, he actually, you know, he himself announced that he's that he's hanging it up. But unlike the other names that we mentioned, we think this is real because this man said he actually has a whole defibrillator in his chest. So I think it's safe to say that we will not see this young man in the ring. The ring again, so yeah, man. Where do you think Triple H's ultimate legacy is, man? We could be looking at him at the hill or just his legacy on the business, which includes, you know, his his time as an executive, you know, the WWE, what he did with NXT. I mean, what, 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 what do y'all think about about what do y'all think about the game? Old ass Demetrius, I let you hit that first. All right, so when you look at. I know we was talking about this a little bit, so we can start with just him being a heel, right? Him being a heel, he might go down as the best ever. Because during the Attitude Era, it was him. You know, when it comes to The Rock, when it comes to Stone Cold, when it comes to Mankind, he was the opponent. He was the heel. He was the person that garnered that heat to allow Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind to get over or to create a, a true rivalry. So when you look at the pinnacle of... Especially the height, Mankind. Right, right. Mankind wouldn't be a major event without Triple H. For sure. Yeah. Like he, he helped to really propel Mankind to where he is. And like, if it wasn't for him, yeah, man, he, he, he's the best heel, in my opinion, the best heel ever. And then, if y'all want to talk about, y'all can stay there, but if you want to talk about his mind as an exec, like, the outpouring of love that everyone was giving him, that shows, without a shadow of a doubt, niggas was like, look, if it wasn't for Triple H, nigga, I would not be here. Niggas was straight up saying, I don't know where I would be. So, yeah, man. The the best ever, man. Yeah, I mean, like, dog, you said it to me, like, my top two heels is, well, three. It'll be like Triple H, Ric Flair, Randy Orton. Like, those are those are my top. Triple H being at the top. Every, I just remember as a kid, every time this man was on the TV, I hated him. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm not, I'm not talking about the, the, the fun, cool, hip, DX, I'm talking about when when he became the game, you know, like when he got with the with the corporation and all of that stuff. Yeah, and it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The 
Van Helsley faction. Yeah. I mean, honestly, honestly, Samoa, that's what makes him a little impressive. He could go from, you know, he could go from, you know, leaving such a big face group, you know, at least when DX turned face and he was, you know, the head, and he was, you know, the head of that DX faction, which I actually thought was the best version of DX, and everybody, and everybody, you know, loved them dudes, go from that to the game, shows you, you know, the, the immense talent that, that the dude had, you know, for for the craft. But I, I just want to say, I, don't, I didn't mean to, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you know mid you know, mid sentence like that, but I just want to just point that out. No, no, it's it's all good. Like, but I, but what I was saying, you know, he was just he was just all hatred, and and it just was top notch every week. He's either fucking with mankind, The Rock, uh, Stone Cold, and then don't don't have Stone Cold and Triple H become a team when you know Triple Man, H is. The, yeah, so you got Triple H as the true villain of the team. I mean, it is what it is. But he was he was just the best heel, you know. And <clears throat> and like you said, the I mean, he's he's had good matches with people. So you know, as far as people saying that the man couldn't work, Bret Hart. I don't know where he got that from. I really just think it's out of spite because, like I said. He hates Triple H with all of his heart. But yeah, I mean Triple H was Triple H was the man. I mean, I know I know social media can skew that with saying Hunter is this and Hunter is that because you have a little bit of disgruntled people left and right, but that's that's what it is in life. If you look at the whole if you look at his whole body of work, whether it be in the ring, outside the ring, during the segments, the man had the total package. Like he made he made you feel what he was trying to portray, you know? And and as far as the behind the scenes work, look at all of the talent that fought the main roster and how they get treated when they go to the main roster. But within that NXT, like he cultivated him and Dusty and, and William Regal cultivated so much talent to the point where even if they don't go into the main roster because they got that name on NXT or made their indie name bigger on NXT because of the advice given from Triple H. I mean, them niggas can't eat on the indies forever. And, and, and they can do it because, like I said, it's it's an option because of that. Like like you said, Smuff, the Indies are a viable option, you know, to eat if if you don't go to Maine because of what he did, you know, with NXT. And I think you know that's that could be overlooked, unfortunately, because we because you know we, we see unfortunately what happens, you know, to a lot of the people who do go to Maine from you know you know from from NXT back when it was his super indie. So to speak, and 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 I, I'm just saying this, man, because because both y'all, you know, both y'all made some great points, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say the same same thing, though. So I'm just going to add my add my take on this. You want to know how effective Triple H was as a heel? This this is my personal anecdote. To me, Triple H was so good at what he did. He was actually the main reason I actually stopped watching. Well, he wasn't the main reason. He was he was a big reason why I stopped watching wrestling around around the time he actually you know st- started started you know the big man Hel- Helmsley faction 
and when he and, and right before you know that right before he did evolution, he was the main reason I stopped watching wrestling. I'm like, he just got he just got over and I was one of the people back then who, you know, who always brought to the, you know, hey, bring out the Triple H, you know, bring out the Sledgehammer. He might as well be bringing out the shovel because he's burying the, he's burying his competition. But at the same time, though, if you just look at the people he put over throughout his career, man, he put over, he put over, again, go back to Mankind. Mankind became, again, he became a main event star because of, because of Triple H. He put over Mankind. He put over... Batista, Batista became huge, you know, after, after, you know, his, his program, program with him, he put over Randy Orton, he put over John Cena, he has, he has given, he has definitely given back, you know, to the, to the industry, you know, that people, you know, like Swell said, you're going to have a few discordant folks who are always going to be like, yeah, yeah, bring out the shovel, the pedigree, the pedigree, you know, the barrier, people, you know, like to, like to call it. "Quote unquote, man." But in terms of y- y'all said it, man. He, 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 he knew wrestling. There's just some people that you know they just have a mind for the business. Triple H showed that he not only has a mind, you know, of a wrestler, and he brought that mindset to NXT. And again, it was just clear that he he ran it like like you would think that a wrestler, a, a real wrestler who's actually lived this life would actually run a promotion when given the opportunity. So if this is it for if, if this is it for Hunter, then you know, thank you for the memories, man. And we definitely appreciate appreciate what you've done, man. And like I said, man, you you you, you have you have a wife and, and, and three daughters at home, man. Like I said that definitely definitely be there for her, man. And enjoy your family, dogs. Go home and be a family man like Gal told Chun Lee. Real quick before we move on, I just want to point out too about Triple H, like to take it back to the beginning, or not the beginning, but like the curtain call and the whole click situation and how he had to be the scapegoat for all that and then getting buried and having to really literally climb himself back up to, to any kind of main event, anything like that just shows his love for the business and care and like wanting to be one of the best. So I don't know many that probably could have even done that. Like he had to eat that. Like mm-hmm. Michaels wasn't going to, what was Vince going to do to Shawn Michaels? He got here. Yeah, Shawn yeah, had the talent at the time. So yeah, Shawn yeah. was about to get punished. He was going to do shit and, to Shawn. We know Scott, yeah, and, and Scott, and, we know Scott and Kevin Nash were going to WCW. So it was like, Triple H, he had to take the L, man. He took it. He took it like a champ, but he, he hit a lick, though, with Stephanie. So, shout out to Triple H on that one for hitting that lick. Super lick. All right. So, for all the people who are listening, if you do listen, hello. Um, but, yes, we all we are self-aware. We are three black guys talking about Triple H and, and what he did in tandem with the writers and the road agents or whatever to Booker T at WrestleMania was fucked up. Yes. Okay. We are all in agreement yes. with that. Cool. Moving on. Just had to throw that little tidbit in there, you know. No, you're right. No, no, that, that was good, man. 
that, that, that was definitely a good scheme you go out there, man. Because you already know you, 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 you have a few who, 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 who are going to say, you know, some, some, some real slick stuff for no reason. So, yeah. What else we Just got so here? Y'all. What else we got here? <clears throat> All right. No, so. no, go ahead, Swell. You know what I'm about to say? So, our commercial break. As you know, for those who've listened and possibly forgot, the commercial break is where we just take a little break from wrestling and talk about pop culture. The only thing that's been talked about, too, to, to fucking Max, is the the slap of, of the, to, to Will and, and Chris Rock. We all know what happened. I didn't even know the Oscars were on. I was watching a game show where they made real shit and made a cake and we had to guess because that's funner than the op, the fucking Oscars. But yeah, Will Slap Chris, a joke, shit ensued. And now it was a whole conversation between is Jada too toxic? And now with super masculinity and it just turned into fucking think pieces. And I would do the same thing in that situation. Nigga, you ain't going to never be in a goddamn situation. Keep it funky. Cause one, you ain't worth $500 million. You can't act. You ain't going to never go to the Oscars. Somebody ain't going to never, uh, uh, one of the greatest comedians of all time is never going to say a joke about your goddamn wife. Like, let's be serious. I mean, yeah, we we all know. Defend your loved ones. Yeah. And whether that be addressing it right there with fisticuffs, or addressing it in the in the in the back in private with fisticuffs. Fisticuffs should be thrown. Eventually. But yes, you you will never be worth five hundred million dollars off acting. I'm sorry for that realization. You may get five hundred million off some scratchy lotteries. You know, off the numbers four seven eight may may hit one time, and you you the luckiest man in the world. But acting and being a good enough actor to be a box office draw also win best actor mm-hmm. and be and black not. while doing on a Schwarzenegger ain't never won best actor Bruce Willis all of these this is this man is in his own category you will never be him Okay, I'm done. I didn't even have a joke. I just had a rant. Stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing your situation to that situation. That situation's different. That situation worth money. Your shit just worth nothing. And stop telling us what what, what you would have did, because we, we remember you. We remember you, nigga. You wouldn't have did shit. We saw that. We saw that nigga get in front of you doing Landry and do shit. <laughs> At, Sorry, nah, at, I'm next. at Lakeside <laughs> fuming yeah, not doing shit 
like I said, and again, y'all, shit, y'all said it. And, and, and for everybody else who tried to make it a flashpoint, some sort of flashpoint, you know, for the culture or whatever, though, like I said, uh, shit, y'all, y'all wrong too. <laughs> everybody who has some, some some sort of opinion, like you said, what you would have done, what, what you wouldn't have done, and yeah, like I said, things just got silly, and sometimes you just need to just 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 get off of get off of social media, but stop following the dudes and just and and, and and again, go go home, and be a family man. It's it's so many think pieces. <laughs> And it's like, it's not that. Like, we're from some areas. Like, we're all on this podcast. We're all from areas. We've seen people get slapped. Niggas get slapped. slapped, Sometimes niggas get slapped, bro. Like, I see niggas get slapped in the basketball court all the time. Like, hey, like you said, Smoke, if $500 million worth of money wasn't involved, nobody would have blinked their eyes. But because once somebody worth five hundred million dollars, the other you know Chris himself probably you know definitely worth worth probably seven figures himself. And again, you have us and you have Oscar winner. That's why. That's why. That's why this shit. This shit is what it is. All. If, if like I say, if it's the people who who are running their mouths with social media, if it's one of y'all. It gives me somebody saying world star, and, 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 and you and you'll be put on there. We'll go viral for like three days, and, and then you'll be forgotten. Yeah, and then the crazy thing, you got people saying, "Oh, I was traumatized," and "Oh, he should have sued." One, if that traumatizes you, go outside and touch grass. For one, and two, like <sighs> nigga, it it shit just happens. You know, niggas niggas get slapped, B. And we, we keep we keep it moving and, and saying that Chris Rock should have pressed car, uh, charges. Like, nigga, do you know what he would have looked like pressing charges for a slap? Now, I'm going to tell you this, though. Do not slap me, though. I would rather you punch me. You know, because... Don't slap me. Like the like the late great nah. like the late great Charlie Murphy said, you know, somebody got to die after that. You can't slap me, dog. <laughs> Either I'm gonna die or you gonna die. But since the slap happened, death is here now. It's just like what do you think of me if you can just slap me like that in front of everybody? Like, oh, 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 I'm pussy. Oh, okay, I get it. Like you, I get it. You know no, it's, you know it's serious. We, we will be on this stage. T- apparently, when you want to tussle on stage, I don't know. Like, bro, like, uh, look, Chris Rock couldn't have been. It's Chris Rock got a lot of poise, bro. Like, yeah, he just moving. It, it, moving, but he was definitely speechless though. He he really didn't know what he was processing. Again, he had an interview this week where he said he was still processing what's going on. I completely believe believe when he said that. I completely think he's still processing it now to this day. I was I was on my Twitters like the day after it happened, and 
My man Kodak Black had the greatest tweet ever. What the fuck Chris Rock thought Will Smith came up there to do? Give him a hug? No, you just you just interrupted my whole shit in front of the world. Yeah. You, are you just gonna whisper in my ear or some shit? No, nigga. Should have pre- violence. <laughs> like, that's it. Like this is this is just full of violence. Came up there quiet. Like like he was the only one who knew this was supposed to happen. No one else knew what was going on. Not including you. Nigga, you better bob and weave. Cause something strange is here. It was a long walk from, you know, from where the audience was to where Chris was giving was giving his mom was giving his mom long telling his jokes. So yeah, so you had a good you had a good minute and this, to really look at Will Smith coming towards you. This you know again, and Will ain't no small dude either, man. So you got this big six two, six two and a half dude just walking towards you. Like you said, what you really think was was really going to go down? And like, you know what it like, is? So playful, so playful. Oh man, oh man, don't do me do it like that. Like no, no. You know what it is? This is a prime example of. Sometimes money make you forget where you from. Cause just think about it. You talking, right? You talking. <laughs> like you you are talking and all of a sudden somebody just make a beeline for you. Mm-hmm. You gonna you gonna get a stance or something. So, your your hands will at least not be behind your back. Nope. Like, they just walking straight towards you. Like, oh, shit, what's about to pop off? <laughs> Let me get mm-hmm. my feets right. Let me get my base right. Yeah. But when you when you worth, like, what, eight, nine figures or whatever math happens with money, I don't have that much, so I don't know how many commas and shit. But when you worth that, you ain't been in that environment anymore, you know. That's what it look for those who will make hundreds of millions of dollars off scratchy lotteries. Never forget where you come from, or you're gonna get slapped in the face. Right in the mouth. Can, can, I, can I tell y'all, like, one of the funniest pieces of this? And like many of you, I, I watched it, I watched that video a few times. Like, it happened Sunday. Monday, I watched it a lot. About two thousand, I was like, all right. One of the funniest reactions that Chris had was, all right, so he gets he gets slapped. Will turns around, fixes his jacket. Chris goes, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. And I go, yeah, Chris. <laughs> we saw Nick. <laughs> what's your, now what's Chris going to do? Don't tell us what Will did, nigga. That, that's, that's in the past now. We're talking about the future. That nigga, that nigga narrated the slap. He said, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we all saw. <laughs> the fuck? 
Like this, just this like shit is live, B. Chris. He narrated the slap. Just like he was gonna everybody hates Chris, bro. Not no. This ain't your show. What are you doing? What are we doing? A part of a part of me though, and I know this is bad. I really hope Slapping comes back though. Wait, 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 hold it, stop. So, my brother, if if slapping comes back, do you know that every city in America would have the highest murder rate? Well, maybe, but hear me out. Okay. I just feel like in society society today, people are just really, really reckless with everything they say and do. There are ramifications for what you say in life. Like, you can't just do certain things and not get slapped in your fucking mouth. Example, in sixth grade, (laughs) in sixth grade, I was with my niggas at lunch. You're having a good old time. We used to kind of pick on this one nigga. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. He might listen. Salute to you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he's doing in life. But yeah, man, this one nigga. We used to kind of, ah, that's, that's the little nigga. One day he was like, hey, y'all. Hey, chill on that today. And everybody was like, nigga, what you going to do? So I said, nigga, what you going to do? And then we kept on going throughout lunch. We get outside. Man, that nigga punched my friend in the mouth. And then they looked at me and said, you still talking? I was like, yeah, bomb. Punched me in my shit. That day, I learned. You can't just talk to people all kind of crazy. That's real. Yeah, man. Bring slapping. Make make slapping great again. (laughs) Slap niggas in the mouth, man. (laughs) <laughs> hey! Sometimes you gotta get slapped in the face to learn a lesson, bro. Well, lesson, yeah, you know it's it's embarrassing for a second, but did you not learn a lesson? And that's it's all like life a, is. It's like a real nigga wake up call. Like, oh, oh shit, I had things fucked up, but now, yeah. now, you know, now. I was good now. I was fucking around. Okay. And I found out. Noted. Let me ask y'all a question. So, we, we agree that a slap is a real nigga wake-up call, right? I'm with so, you. Did Chris Rock make any more jokes after he got slapped? Yeah. Or, did he, or did he get to the award? <laughs> nigga, nigga, make that announcement and keep this show going. Wrap, wrap it up, B. Before you get slapped again. Look at it. Samuel Jackson come out here. I was like, oh shit. They brought slapping back. I've been waiting on this. Y'all didn't tell me we were slapping niggas again. Slapping again. What? You tell me we slapping motherfuckers? Been waiting on this. I've been trying to slap Chris Rock for 10 years. Come here, Chris. It wasn't allowed. Alright, man. That's done. So, 
Let's go on to these good predictions. You already know what it is. Well, yeah. That's it, man. Like I said, we got, we got the, the biggest night in wrestling is coming up this weekend, man. Knights. Let's, let's not forget that. Knights. We do have Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, man. Do we like two nights? Uh, if they, considering that, you know, they're, they're tr- trying to get as many people people as they can because we all know about, about that, that Wrestlemania bonus and the fact that it, it's either two nights or just have you know eight straight hours of wrestling and I'm telling you right now I'm, I'm not built for that life so I think it, unfortunately I think it's a nece- it's a necessary evil right now I mean of course I think the main reason doing it because of money because again they're claiming that you know they sold 50,000 again allegedly 50,000 at least put it down spectators for both Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if they've sold out both nights yet. I still don't think they have. But if, if you're pretty much, you know, having get 100,000, you're having, you know, over 100,000 between both nights. But, yeah, that's that, – this is definitely for money purposes, man. But in terms of me personally not wanting to sit through eight hours of the main show plus two hours of pre-show, I guess. All right. I, I, I prefer the, the one night, man. Let me get that shit over with in one night. Not my whole weekend gone. I got to try to keep up with shit. That's, I, that's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point about the whole weekend. <clears throat> and now you got now you got to worry about if the if the cards are balanced enough. I don't like this day, so fuck all that shit. I'm going to just do Sunday anyway. You know, so it's, it's weird. You don't get the full WrestleMania. You get like half. And especially on this, especially on this weekend on Saturday, you know that they, they first first night's on Final Four, man. So you really gotta make, so you really gotta make some decisions, man. It's like really, like again, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins and, and Elias, or Coach K's last game against North Carolina, or you can go outside and start slapping niggas because that's bad. So it's like three options. Just three whole options and slapping niggas might be top. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Why ain't slap niggas since 2012? <laughs> oh, man, waiting to slap niggas. Good time. Good time. All right, so the, the the match card for Saturday, who got it up? It ain't me. Yo, Cliff, you got it. You need me to pull up. Nah, man, I, I got it up. I got it up for Wikipedia, man. So yeah, man, we got first first match: Baker Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Again, what should be headlining one of these nights, but again, if 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 if, if, if y'all if y'all just tuning in to this point of the show, I don't know why, but. <laughs> this won't be one of the this won't be one of the main event nights one of the main events but hey there's a very good story behind it and I'm still pretty much looking forward to how this match is going to go so Baker Lynch versus, versus Bianca Belair man what y'all boys got Becky Lynch Becky Lynch like the, yeah they've shown me no confidence in <laughs> Bianca like no, she been she been fighting Dewdrop for four months. Fucking 
control. Exactly. Exactly four months. Like that's the only match on Mondays. Is her do drop. I'm going with I can't knock knock the culture. So I gotta go with Bianca. Bianca too bad, like I said. This is something that's been going. The story has been going on and off since last SummerSlam. If if they don't put the belt on Bianca now, like like, like you said, of course you know, showing her doing you know the KOD or do drop is damn impressive, man. But but that can't be her avenue going over, man. You, you gotta you, you definitely gotta take it to the next level now, man. I said, and, and if you don't, man, this could. Like I said, this almost feels like now or never. But the bad thing about this match, I think in particular, and why I probably pause on this, is it doesn't feel, it doesn't have that big match feel to it. Y'all, y'all pointed out earlier about you know Brock and Roman having a real big match feel. I think it's really the only match, the only match on this card. I think that really you can see, okay, this this is this is WrestleMania, and now this should be a much bigger deal than what we've been getting so far, but. And I think that's the only pause I think about, you know, not not giving it to Bianca. But I just think I say that she has to win because, like I say, it still almost was like a now and never scenario. So yeah, I go with Bianca. And plus, like I said, we, we ain't going we ain't going to miss the culture. So yeah, yeah, Doctor Old Ass Demetrius, <laughs> been in Canada and forgot your roots. Damn, I just don't trust creative man. And by creative, I mean Vince. Oh, just creative either. We haven't trust creative for the past decade plus. <laughs> I get I'm blame you for that at all. But like I said, if if again, this is this is now another man. If she doesn't do it now, man, then again, hey, hey, let's know you, BB, and hopefully we'll see you in AEW by December. Next match: Rey Mysterio, the Mysterio versus the Miz and Logan Paul. Another one of these gimmick matches. Because again, they got Logan Paul. They, they brought back Logan Paul again. <laughs> I mean, you know it's going to be the Mysterios. That's what I got. I'm probably not going to watch that match. No, I'm, I'm sure. definitely no. not watching. Nah. Is this day, this is day one? Yeah. It is. Oh, this is gonna be a good time to flip over to the game. So yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> or, or to do nothing. <laughs> or oh shit, Logan Paul's on the TV. Let's go slap niggas. <laughs> you know that is that is option number three all the time now. It's Will Smith. Will Smith has opened the door. That we thought was closed for at least 10 years. At least. Mm. This match is Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. With Mad Cat Moss. Finally, Drew McIntyre has a chance to avenge Angela, his sword. Wait, the the sword has a name? Apparently does. Again, I didn't know this until I actually crossed back the last part of SmackDown tonight. How the fuck you got a sword? Uh, Drew McIntyre wins in hopes that he can... It's Roman and Drew out of WrestleMania, probably. Yeah, 
Yeah, McIntyre wins. But this is what happens when you have two nights in a wrestling. You get shit like this. Drew McIntyre. Sword. Avenging his sword. This nigga beat Brock Lesnar in um, Thunderdome Mania. And now he's fighting for his sword that Vince gave him randomly. It was like one night, he came out regular. The next night, he came out with a sword. Didn't answer for it, but now the bitch got a name. Maybe in our next episode in, in November, we need to talk about the Thunderdome era. The Thunderdome era? That shit was wild. Looking back at that shit, I'm like, what the fuck were we watching? What we, were, what we were watching was the Hurt Business wreck shit, but we'll get into that. Yep. Was was they was fucking killing shit. Bianca came out of no... Yeah. No, we, 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 we need some time for that. Yeah. We definitely need to Just that. know the, the nigga shined in when nobody was watching. <laughs> Here we have this TV bits. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Next time, oh. we got Soul versus... Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Wait, wait. The the guitar nigga is a wrestler? Apparently so. Apparently so. Elias? And he's not Elias. Oh. Yeah, he is. He's a fun Elias. He's a fun Elias. Who said the Usos? Yeah. Sure, them. That point. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, day one sounds like shit so far. I mean, it, it, it might be a good match. You know, the Usos don't necessarily have bad tag matches, man. No, it's not going to be bad, but nigga, this is WrestleMania. That is kind of SmackDown-y, I ain't going to lie. Very, very, very this sounds like, this sounds like no mercy or... <laughs> Like a random unforgiven. This sounds like unforgiven. This sounds like an unforgiven match. Next one. Y'all love this one. The New Day with Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, obviously, versus Famous and Ridge Holland with Butch. And just a regular tag team match. Wait, so my man Butch ain't even wrestling? You done changed his name for him to sit on the sidelines. Alright. I mean, I can't go against the culture. And you know it's going to be a feel-good moment for the New Day to get retribution over um, Buddy who injured Big E. So New Day wins. <clears throat> but I'm mad my man Butch is just there. Why wouldn't you take out the nigga who injuring people and put Butch there? But all right, whatever. Goddamn yeah, Butch. Yeah, I got two days. Cause, yeah. cause, cause, cause what you said, Sluff. Cause what you said. Goddamn I got, I got Butch. And, and somehow they're gonna have Biggie on video, like. Celebrate with some shit. I don't know. Man. The the most big thing I can see happening, but I know they wouldn't do it, is have him up on the little monitor, like for the crowd to see, and he's commentating the match. 
Yeah. Like that that is the most big E shit I could see. It would be on brand. It would be on brand. Oh. Well, next match. Seth freaking Rollins versus Shane McMahon. Oh, Backlund. Mr. McMahon's choosing. Whoever it is, though. I mean, yeah, I was about to say, Seth, Seth taking the L on this one. <laughs> Whoever it is. Yeah, I got the other taking. Undertaker really coming back, bro. All right, what else? Damn. Just say, man. Damn, bitch. And last night, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Duh. Come on, bro. It's Ronda. And the crazy thing is, I don't even want to see this match. I don't care about it. Not at all. Don't want no parts of it. I got Ronda. I think that's going to be another slap nigga break. Yeah, I got Ronda. She looked terrible. Was that Roy Rumble? Who cares? <laughs> she looked terrible last time. <laughs> but yeah, Ronda's going to win. Yeah, Ronda. She's going to be. Oh, what we should do is count the botches. At least four. I'm giving seven. I was about to say, shoot, 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 baby. Is anybody bold enough to make it a drinking game? No. Nope. No. Oh, yeah, like I said, somebody might lose their life. Sheesh. And, 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 and it's not a match, though, but it's supposed to be, you know, happening at, you know, the end of night one. So, y'all want to give a prediction of what's going to happen at in the KO show segment? No, Stone Cold wins. Stone Cold celebrating in the ring. Yeah, with beer. Yeah. And Undertaker. <laughs> Undertaker's gonna be there. Like, yeah, yeah. in the ring. <laughs> one of these days. Mm-hmm. Hell, he might interrupt Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns because he wants his yard back. He wants the oh. young people to get off his yard. It's the badass. Shut up, Michael Cole. <laughs> the, bad, the American badass. Shut up. Hold on. Yep, that's the end of night one. And night two, we have Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler in the fatal four-way for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. The Blacks. For sure. That's it. Whatever. Yeah. Did you that say Tamina? Tamina? Did you say Tamina? No, no. Tamina nah, getting... Nah, uh, nah, Selena, nah, Selena, 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 excuse me, and Carmella. Tamina's apparently in, in, in some sort of... In some sort of, you know, thing with... She's with, in a relationship. I'm sorry, what's happening? Tamina. Tamina, who's no one meaner. You know, she's in a relationship with Tazawa. Tazawa, yes. The the nigga from Live Two Hundred Five who became a ninja out of nowhere. 
which is fucking racist. But yeah, he became <laughs> he became a ninja. But bitch, I, I don't know karate. Yeah, you do. <laughs> do you know crazy? You better have something. Get out there, put him in this room. We're going to that line. I'm going to put him on some jerk shot. You know crazy? Sorry. Yeah, bro, like, yeah, so that that's what Tamina's doing, so no, she's not in the title hunt. Yeah, Tamina and Natty, they come get a check, boy. What? We ain't, we ain't going nowhere. We don't care about the love of the sport. No. We're going to we gonna lose, and we're going to get this money. Fuck all that. We're going to lose and get this money. Natalia been on the roster for about 12, 15 years. What, Charlotte and them been up, what, about eight or nine now? Maybe 10? Yeah. I don't think Natalia had a will for that title. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> but she's still here. <laughs> and so is, <laughs> so is Dana Brooke. That's another story. Jesus. That's on the podcast. <laughs> next, next match: Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn in an anything goes match. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. <laughs> that's, that's anything goes. I'm gonna go away. Yeah, if I had to guess, I'm gonna go with Sami Zayn just because through social media, people have been blowing up Sami Zayn's phone because Johnny Knoxville gave it out. So I'm like, you know, just to just to make everybody feel good, you got you got to beat up the nigga who did that. You know, he gotta slap that nigga. You know? I deserves it. Real, real quick side note. Uh over under how many Will Smith Chris Rock jokes? I don't think any, because I, I think one has been talked about so much to the point that it's cringeworthy if you do it probably. And two, Corey Graves did it on Monday. But it was just, he said, uh, don't you talk about my wife or keep you, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Mm. I think that's, that's all, that's about enough. Now, if it was, Mauro Ronaldo or whatever the fuck buddy name was, it'll still be flying. Oh yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a, I actually feel I'm I I'm, I'm getting truly Johnny Knoxville here, man. I, I think that of all the celebrity gimmick matches, this is the one I think that's probably gonna have the the most likelihood of the celebrity going over. But y'all know, man, Vince got to put some star over, over but, one of these top But you got to remember, this is no ordinary celebrity. This is Johnny Knoxville. This is Jackass. Oh, Johnny Knoxville is going to take a stupid-ass bump. That's what I'm saying. Like, their whole thing is, how badly can I get beat the fuck up? And there's, there's really never any redemption to the beat the fuck up. Like, niggas don't win. They just get beat the fuck up and go on to the next segment. 
So that's why I said, that's one of the reasons I'm like, yeah, Sammy probably beat this nigga the fuck up. And we keep it pushing. One, two, three. Let's go home. Let's go home. Next match, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. In another match that Mr. Man hand hand told somebody to to fight on wrestling than Steve. Steve Wilson. Glad he actually told somebody because for the room for longest was people really thought that this Pat Maxey was actually gonna go at WrestleMania. It probably was that time, but somebody probably really told Vince, like, you know what? You, you messed up. You, you gonna let you get away with messing up creative though, man, but we really can't let you go out here and face Pat McAfee on the biggest show, show of all shows. <laughs> He's somebody 75. <clears throat> He's 75. He shouldn't be out there taking nothing at all. But I got... In the grand scheme of things, I don't really think this is good booking <laughs> if if they pushing Austin Theory so hard and he loses, like clearly. Where the fuck do you go from there? I mean True. win, lose, or draw, Pat McAfee is still gonna do commentary. Yeah. Like I said, you definitely can't have him go back to being Vince's Apprentice quote unquote, man. This one don't want to do that, dude. If he loses Pat McAfee in the ring, like I said, you can't do that. You can't do that at all. Well, I got, I'm going with Pat. So if Austin Theory loses, it's, it's bad for A Town Down. It sounds so fucking corny coming from a white man mouth. But yeah, I'm going with Pat. What say you, old ass Demetrius? I'm going to go with A-Town. I'm in there. A-Town. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Austin Theory, man. I, I'm not going to... I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm not going to know who wins this match or loses. <laughs> I'm lying. Not lying. But I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not going to look for who won. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm just going to tune in on Friday and say, oh, shit. Yeah, that happened. This is a WrestleMania <laughs> too. Yep. It's real. Damn. I mean, yeah. they, they've done worse. Wasn't like the Long Island people in a match one time. Fucking whatever that show was called. With Snooki. Snooki, yeah. Yeah, that was the WrestleMania in Atlanta. Yeah, she was. Damn. Yeah, she was on the team. Forgot who the fuck it was. Oh, shit. Uh, the one in Atlanta. Wasn't that one of the worst WrestleManias? Was that the Miz? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was the Miz. Yeah, that was the Miz champion. He defended his championship at, at that point. Oh, shit. That's not looking good. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be the worst WrestleMania night. But nah, man. I hope Theory, you know, Theory's got to win this. Theory's got a wig because of what you said, Smalls. I mean, if if he doesn't, then yeah, I'll, then we will see him in AW and at the end of the year in December. That match, we got RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy for at a triple threat tag team match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. Street Profits. The culture. 
But I do think that this could potentially be match of the night. Yeah, I was about to say, man. Because this... we already know, like, you got, you got Riddle, who you know can do some spectacular shit, Montez Ford, who you know can do shit, and Chad Gable. So you got those three doing their shit. It could get wild enough. Yeah. All three teams are just fun. I mean, we didn't mention earlier, man, but we'll never get a sidebar that, you know, RK Bro was something else that I, I didn't know I, I wanted to see. But shout out to both Orton and Riddle. And when Orton cut that promo a couple of weeks ago, where he said that this is one of the most fun that he's had in wrestling in years. I really think that that was shoot territory. I don't think that was just scripted. I think you can tell these past couple of months, he has been having the time of his life, and they made it work in Alpha Academy. I really thought Chad Gable was dead in the water after that Shorty G shit. But, man, he's, he's come back. He has come back. He's come back big time. And, hell, and, and even Otis. I actually thought Otis was dead in the water after, you know, the after the Mandy Rose story, story, you know, and for Mania a couple of years, excuse me, not Mania, from Thunderdome Mania a couple of years ago, man. But again, these, all three, all three tag teams, you know, are, are very fun. Are, no, this is a very fun time, man. I definitely see, see how this could be a dark horse. But at the grand scheme of things, I got to see props as well, man, because it seems like they're having a change in attitude, and I would just like to see, you know, if if they actually go with the more serious side to them, see how they do, you know, with, with that dynamic. Yeah. Instead of being, you know, the straight, you know, the funny act, see if they can actually, you know, take take this latest range to the next level. So, I got street props as well. Yeah, I got the street props, and like you said, I, I mean, I, I hope that this is a heel turn so we can really see... Um, See if Montez Ford is like multifaceted, you know, because he's he's the real silly big E type of character right now, right? So let's see if he can he can turn on a dime and see what happens because we already know that he has something that could yeah. once he gets out of the street profits, it could take him places. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I'm going with the street profits. You did you make your you make your predictions deep? Yeah, I went first. Street profits. We all for the culture. Yes, sir. Next match: Edge, Edge versus AJ Styles in a singles match. Some some in the some some in the IWC have called it a dream match that we've been waiting for for years. And not only are we getting, you know, finally these two facing each other, we actually got Blue Edge. Edge coming out under blue light. Now, the whole, the whole new music, and apparently standing on the mountaintop of, of you know, omniscience, omnipotence, rather. I don't know where this is going to go, but I think we're going to get a pretty good act out of it. But I, I think what? I'm going to go AJ Styles, though. They're gonna they gonna get about thirty seven minutes. <laughs> we 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 gonna give you Edge Randy, um in the in the performance center. You gonna get an hour. They, they gonna let them rock for. They gonna let them rock. 
<laughs> edge the new Triple H, boy. You know you get an edge match. It's it's forty five and over. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a lot of flippy shit, a lot of a lot of maniacal um, facial expressions, some random spots that you didn't understand, but it happened. I'm going with AJ. AJ needs a win. He still needs to get out of out of that Omos situation. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got AJ as well. I think I think AJ needs this to get that back to where he was, being main event, being in the title picture. I think it's time for him to get back there. Um, it's, it's, it's been it's been a little minute. It's been it's been a minute. Yes, he was with Omos for a whole year. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think he really was. I think I think it's time. Like you know, he had the title. He was in that title picture for a minute too. Like he had he had that title running. He was on SmackDown running shit for a long time. So I think it's time for him, and this will catapult him to get back in that in that picture. Matthew, you have. Dang, Reggie gone. He don't care no more. Reggie said, fuck that. I think Reggie gone. But I. For our season listeners, this is a blast from the pads because my nigga Reggie used to. Reggie used to log out on us all the time. <laughs> this ain't nothing new, nigga. <laughs> this ain't nothing Reggie new, nigga. Reggie had to be slapping, nigga, real quick. This what, <laughs> this what you call a callback, my nigga. Callback to four years ago. <laughs> okay, that was weird. You know, we got continuity. It's all It's all in the writing. Four years ago. Yeah, that was, yeah. Like I said, man. They were in that connection all the time, and I'll just, yeah. It, anyway, where was I, man? We are, yeah, I was about to announce the Bobby Lashley versus Almost match. I don't fucking know. The black one. I don't know, bro. Like, it, it goes back to earlier. Like, it's just, we see something in Omos? Or, because I don't see, like, Bobby was just champion. I don't see where a win over Omos helps him in any way. The only result I can see is if Omos can get a win over Bobby Lashley, that kind of Let's Omos jump all of the the other shit, so you can kind of put him straight into the title hunt. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, I guess Omos. Yeah, I got I got Omos too, man. I think <laughs> it makes the most sense for him to win if that's the direction they're trying to go in. Honestly, shit, I don't know. Omos, man, whatever. I can talk. I can talk myself into either argument, honestly. Yeah, I, I think, like I said, that Omos because because he's still trying to trying to get established. 
like I said, I, I think he's definitely Vince's latest monster. So I think Omos, though, but I think Omos is going to win clean, though. I think there might be some shenanigans. Hell, I wouldn't even be surprised you know, if there's like a count or something, though. But I think whatever happens, Bobby Lashley is, is Bobby Lashley might, he's, he's not going to lose clean. I think he's still going to come out strong enough to, you know, still still be, if not, if he's not going to be in the main, the main hunt for the title, man, he's at least going to be, you know, hovering around like the upper, upper tier mid-car, man. So, I got Omos, but so screwy stuff probably going to happen. Hell, we, 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 we might even see MVP turn on him. Again. We'll see. Bobby, Bobby, for what I, Bobby's officially a face now. Bobby's a face. So, it could be the thing that, you know, lead, finally leads, you know, P, P and M breaking up. So, we'll see. We shall see. So, like I said, man, I, the more I think about it, man, P being Omos' manager probably wouldn't be the worst idea. Oh yeah, he need he needs somebody to talk for him. Yes, exactly. Think about it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly what happened. Pete Pete turns on Lashley to to go with the new hookness. So yeah, so so that's what I think is going to happen. As well, and finally the main event for night two, we have Cowboy Lesnar versus the head of the table. With Paul Heyman and the winner takes all unification match for the WWE and WWE Universal Championship. I got Roman because I mean, what the fuck you go with Brock? And and Brock don't do Brock don't do schedules. See, this is the most this is the most Brock has worked. I think ever definitely since he first came into the WWE, it's been real it's been real shocking that he's worked as much as he has so far so far this year. So yeah. I can definitely definitely understand that. Like you said, that he's unless he's gonna continue to work more, but like you said, I'll believe it when I see it. But in terms of we have no idea if, if Brock is going to still be here or not, I'm leaning Roman, Roman Reigns as well. Yeah. Story-wise, it makes sense for Brock to finally, finally, you know, get the, is it get the, you know, finally get the win, win over Roman because he's really the only, only person on the roster credible enough to to get the win. And like I said, storyline that makes sense because. Said that he he's been putting over Roman since like the past the past six months or so. But like I said, until we see what Brock's schedule is going to be like afterwards, I probably just, that's probably me hedging my bets. But still, just go with the safer choice of you know Roman Reigns. Uh, I'm going with the Tribal Chief. I think it doesn't make sense for him to drop it right now, um, storyline wise. Because whenever he drops it, he needs to be able to chase whoever is getting it, and they they need to be hot. And not saying that I mean Brock is always gonna be hot, but can we count on Brock to yeah. be? It's like if you in that story, 
Yeah, if you chasing Brock, then it's going to be a one-sided argument because the nigga ain't going to be there every week, right? Right. And do we want to go through that when we've been through that for so many years already? Yeah, so I I really think it, it, in order to appease the audience, it has to be Roman. Smart decision is to go with Roman, because like you said, like I mean, like we already said, it's like we we know historically when Brock got the title, Brock ain't there. Brock ain't there, yeah. That's... So now, if you're unifying the shit, unless they just give Raw another title or give SmackDown another title, you just got two shows with no champion. On them, you got two tours with spot dates of the champion being on it. Do we really want to see that? I really think the answer is no. But it's, it's also quick point. I think so. Roman has worked hard the last couple of years, like building this character, building this tribal chief. He's had the title for, I don't know how long. Damn near like two and a half years. Like I said, man, this is the, this is definitely the, I think the longest title reign that's WWE had in, in the modern era. So yeah, so in understanding all that, like if, if, if he's going to drop the title to somebody, he needs to do it to somebody he can put over. Like, that's a lot of momentum to give to somebody that you work so hard for. And I think giving it to somebody that you can put over that the fans are behind that can really elevate, 
the company that you can make money with. Like, of course, we can make money with Brock, but we know we're gonna get out of Brock. But see, but Brock already has the momentum. Mm-hmm. Brock is Brock's yeah. name is solidified. It's like when you, you... Yeah, yeah, but no doubt. But the, but the the thing is, and, and and this is why tie back to what you said, B, about do we do we fault you know that in, in Stone Cold main eventing. Stone Cold KO segment main eventing, you know, night one of WrestleMania. Is that because of Stone Cold's greatness, or was that an indictment on 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 the roster and how the roster's been booked for the past the past you know decade or so? And that's why I swing towards the latter because we all said it. Creative has not done anybody on the roster any type of any type of you know favors. And while traditionally. You would, you know, stage Roman to put over somebody who is actually full-time on the roster and is actually, you know, going to be the future or at least you could build, you know, the next 10 years on. The problem is there's nobody on the roster right now who you can believe that could take the – I think it's been a combination of, of great work that they've done with Roman. There's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Like I said, that Roman should absolutely does. This is definitely not a knock on them. But unfortunately, in terms of actually creating stars or, or at least creating somebody credible who can actually, you know, challenge this dude, unless their plan is to actually have him, have him run, it, run it for the rest of the year. Because like I said, if he doesn't drop it now, I don't see him dropping it for, for the rest of the year. Because, again, I can't find nobody else in the roster who could do it. I just don't. And that's, again, that's a pure indictment on Vince the Creative. Because, like I said, you would like to see somebody... Like, like a Drew McIntyre, which will probably make sense to be the next feud, but he's, he's going to be done fighting, fighting the nigga over a sword. <laughs> so, again, th- th- this is what happens when you do nobody, when you really do nobody any favors other than the folks who are at the top of the car. Yep. And those are the predictions. Anything else before we wrap this thing up like a baby because we've been talking for two hours almost. Oh, shit. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> we started with nothing and we got two hours out of nothing. So did. <laughs> That's what we do here at the Armbar Chronicles. Kick shit. Yes, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Hold All right. Hold well, if we ain't got nothing else, you know what it is. Don't do school. Eat your milk. Drink your clothes. There's no more COVID, so if you nasty motherfuckers want to start sharing blunts again, I guess feel free. And we out. See y'all in November.